Hello, everybody. Welcome to Feminine Divine Podcast. I'm your host, Samantha, at Sam That Witch on TikTok, and I'm so excited to finally be here. This has been months in the making. This is my podcast for feminine energies of all kind, kind of a space where we can learn confidence, growth, healing, self-improvement. We can talk about spirituality. Um, This podcast is for anybody who wants to genuinely learn how to be the most authentic version of themselves. And also, this is for anybody who didn't have an older sister growing up like me. Those of us who kind of had like to navigate the world themselves, I will give you guys some older sister advice because, you know, not everybody has like a mom or an older sister or like a friend that they can go to for support. So I will be that for you guys. Or if you just want to listen in, like you're having a conversation with some good friends, I'm definitely going to be sharing a lot of secrets and tips and advice that has actually helped me throughout the years and not just like stuff that we see repeated on social media all the time. We're going to be talking about spirituality a lot and it's going to be an interesting perspective because though I see myself as a pretty spiritual person and I make content about spirituality online, I'm also very skeptical, which may be refreshing if you're like me and you spend a lot of time on the internet, especially TikTok, where content about spirituality can get really toxic really fast and also very delusional very fast. Don't worry though, when I talk about spirituality, it's not going to be like mind-numbingly deep. You are going to be able to follow along because I know sometimes we look for that kind of content and you're like, what are you saying? These people just get so deep and they make no sense. So I'm always going to try to explain things to you guys and I'm going to keep it a little bit lighter, but not too light. We're not just going to talk about astrology and tarot the entire time. This is going to be a lot about tapping into the divine feminine energy and getting comfortable with your own feminine energy. And you don't have to be like younger than 80 years old to do this. You don't have to be a cisgender female. Everybody is welcome here. A little bit about myself. I'm 22 years old and I guess now I'm a micro-influencer because I make content as a hobby. And my ADHD is really loving the instant validation and serotonin through likes. No, I'm just kidding. But it is an outlet for me to like get ready and do some crazy eyeshadow look and just have fun and start conversations online. I've read tarot for a living. I've gone to college. I figure skated competitively for 16 years starting when I was only three years old. That was really intense. So I feel like I have a pretty good outlook on life because I've lived so many different lives already. The past couple of years, however, I've been focused solely on self-improvement and I've kind of been obsessed. Um, I've been letting go of trauma and I've really turned my life around for the better. Two years ago, even, I would have definitely fit the five or nine, I think, criteria to be diagnosed with something like borderline personality disorder um, after struggling during my teenage years. But after so much work, I probably would only fit like maybe even one or two now or none at all. So I'm a big believer that you can get help and you can make yourself better. I am a completely different person now and even last summer I had no idea what I was going to do with my life. I still didn't have a major picked out for college at that point and I was literally begging for any kind of inspiration, any kind of passion, any kind of spark of interest because I had no idea what I wanted to do with my life. At the beginning of 2021, I was diagnosed with a rare and horrible nerve disorder. I fought so hard to get through that. Last summer, my health was the worst that has ever been in my entire life. I would lay up for hours every night, not sleeping, crying, begging for this to stop. And thankfully, I got through all that and now I am more on track than I have ever been in my entire life. 
I hope that my insights can help at least one single person in this situation get on track with their life as well. But anyways, you guys will unlock more about me in future episodes, I'm sure. But here's my co-host for today, Allison. Hello, my name is Allison. I'm a 22-year-old yoga instructor. I also create content on TikTok and Instagram, posting videos about spirituality. This is actually kind of how me and Sam became close friends, was because we live so close and share a lot of similar interests. Allison is just like the calm and level-headed friend that I've always needed in my life growing up. I definitely had a lot of intense friendships and I would lean towards people who were intense and kind of stimulating so that could get kind of toxic so I'm just happy I have somebody in my life who is there to be supportive and honest for me. Oh thank you Sam I'm so excited to be here. And today we are talking about intuition because that is a big part of the divine feminine energy. Intuition is that instinct, that gut feeling, it's when you can't explain it, but you just know that you may be in a bad situation or you know that something good is going to happen. It's when you know something without the proof or evidence of it actually happening. We don't know why this happens, but it is probably just your subconscious sending you messages, keeping you out of danger, and letting you know that you're about to face some good luck. I'm going to teach you guys how to grow your intuition and strengthen it as well. We see a lot of information about it on the internet, but it's all pretty much surface level and it's just saying something like, oh, like just meditate for 10 minutes a day, but it is so much more than that. And my intuition is now so good that I found somebody out of thousands of people copying my content online and putting it into another language. That's how good mine is. I'm going to share that story time after this segment. But the first way that you can grow your intuition is just by following your gut. It's so simple. But if you have a gut feeling about not going somewhere, act on it and just keep acting on it. Realize when the feeling is wrong or when the feeling is right. Recognizing that feeling brings us into another method, which is body scans. I know Allison does this in yoga all the time. It's a big part of the yoga practice. But it's basically just being aware of every single part of your body and taking inventory of how everything feels. For example, if you're like in a situation that you're unsure of, you do a body scan and you feel in your gut that it's kind of tight down there or you're feeling kind of nauseous, maybe you're about to have some bad intuition and you shouldn't go to this place or you should turn around and take another way home. If I have a feeling of intuition in my stomach or my gut, it's a bad feeling of intuition, but if I have it in my chest, it's a good feeling of intuition, like I'm making the right choice by doing this. I like to have fun with it a little bit. I play guessing games to strengthen my intuition. For example, if I'm in the car, I use music to guess which song is going to be next to see if my intuition is like right or wrong. I'll listen to a song and then when it gets towards the end, I start focusing on what the next song will be and I just like believe that it will be the next song and I see if I'm right or wrong. Yeah, I've totally had those same experiences where I'll just be listening to a song and then I'll be like thinking of the next song that will come on and then that song will just magically turn on. I know, I feel so psychic and sometimes I do it when I'm at a concert. It's like this weird little party trick I try to do. Like I say it out loud in front of everybody and then if it's wrong, I'm like, oh, but I'm usually kind of right. I'm pretty good at it. And then I get super confident about it after too and see how many times I can do it after that. Reading tarot cards have also helped me a lot strengthen my intuition, but that can get kind of problematic because we're not trying to always like predict the future with the cards. But 
I've gotten to the point now where sometimes I just know I'm gonna pull a card before I even flip it over and I know like what it is. So that's a good way to strengthen your intuition by asking for guidance and questions because it gets to a point where you just kind of know subconsciously. Yeah, I've actually gotten to a point where I've pulled the same card like three or four times in a row and it just really shows how strong your intuition can be. Dream interpretation is also a really good method of listening to your intuition. Basically, you want to analyze the symbolic meaning behind your dream. I like to set my intention before I go to bed. Like, if I have a question or if I'm not sure about something, I'm like, show me the answer in my dreams based on what happens in my dreams. It's a good thing to keep a journal besides your bed at night so you can write down your dream because we all wake up and we don't remember. Or you ever have that where you're trying to think about what happens and you just can't? Is there different techniques you can use to kind of strengthen your mind before you go to bed and set these intentions? Um, honestly, I don't because I'm not really thinking about that. I'm just looking for like the quickest thing. I just worry about that in the morning. So if I have a dream where like I'm on a ship and it's storming really bad and I'm trying to get somewhere but I just can't seem to and my travels are like really intense and really scary. I'm just like scared about being on this boat that it's going to fall over and I'm not going to make it to my destination. The next morning I might be careful on my way to work or wherever I need to go because the ship could represent travel and then the storm could represent something happening with the travel, like something bad happening with the travel. So I would just be mindful like in traffic or maybe taking another route, things like that. Yeah, so you're basically just saying that the dreams correlate with our subconscious into real life? Yes, like there's hidden messages in your dreams that you can use to transfer over to your day-to-day life. Like people dream about like being pregnant and then they come up with like, a new project the next day or inspiration for something or a new part of their life like they're starting a new era of their life or like what was it falling your teeth falling out yeah your teeth falling out that means I think anxiety so if yeah you, if you dream that your teeth are falling out that means that you're struggling with a lot of anxiety in daily life but you can use all these dreams no matter like what you're dreaming about to strengthen your intuition because oh you're yeah dreaming about it. well I guess that kind of guides you if you're thinking about, like, you're not even realizing that you're, like, running away from your problems if you keep dreaming about being chased. Like, that can be a good guide that helps strengthen your intuition. Yeah, and keeping a dream journal is so super important because you can kind of go back and look at each dream and kind of decipher what each one meant. And it's kind of cool, too. Yeah, you kind of get to see, like, everything you dreamed about. Yeah, a lot of my dreams do not make sense, though, and they're kind of scary. Now, this method does not work for me because it's not my strong point. I have a hard time getting my mind to calm down, and that's meditation. I prefer to do stuff like mindful practices instead of meditating, like drawing or doing painting, being mindful when I'm washing the dishes, stuff like that. But if you wanted to talk about it, because I know you're a yoga instructor, that's your strong point, so you can go ahead. Yeah, so we use meditation a lot in yoga, and basically if you take 5 to 10 minutes a day just to sit down and really turn inward, you can really start to strengthen your intuition and your mind. So when you meditate, you do you like set the intention and kind of ask like what you need guidance for? It kind of is always different each time. So when I go to meditate, mm-hmm. I 
just let everything come to me. I don't set an intention. I just let my mind wander and whatever okay. comes to me, comes to me. So you will you get like a message or like a feeling? Like how is that? Sometimes when I meditate, I'll get messages or I'm very visual too. So oh. the more that I've been meditating, the more I can see that my intuition is getting stronger as well as my vision. Yeah. When I meditate, my eyes start twitching so hard and I see like intense colors. Oh yeah, me too. All the time I see purple and blue and I really feel like that is a sign that our intuition is getting nice and strong. Yeah, well, I think purple correlates with intuition, right? Yeah, purple and I think blue, too. That's good for the crown chakra and the third eye. Those are very good for intuition. So if you want to strengthen your intuition, I guess wear purple. Like, you could throw in some, like, color intentions. Like, if you're in a situation where you're not sure and you're not sure about somebody or something, I would just maybe wear, like, purple eyeshadow or something. Or even while you're meditating. Oh, visualize purple? visualize purple okay. or even bring like an amethyst crystal next to you oh that's smart yeah because yeah. those are correlating with intuition those, and yeah, messages those are great for intuition amethyst is a great crystal if you want to strengthen your intuition during meditation mm-hmm. just keep that right next to you and it's a great little booster that's a good tip we yeah. haven't really talked about like the easy things just like color magic or using crystals during meditation but those all help yeah it's crazy how like the littlest things can go the longest way I've been playing with intuition for about a good eight years because I started my spiritual journey when I was around 14. Yeah, about the same. Okay, yeah. So it's been a good eight years and I feel like we both have our intuition up pretty well. Yeah, but that also doesn't mean that we can't continue to grow too. Oh yeah, of course. your intuition can always continue to get stronger. I am by no means like the perfect psychic medium. I can always predict like little things or like I tell my mom sometimes like, let's go to the store later. I don't have a good feeling about it. We, I did that to her one time. I was like, it's going to be busy. I just don't have a good feeling about going to the store. And she was like, no, it's fine. And we go there, power outage. We had to wait in line for like an hour. And then she was like, remind me next time to listen to your intuition. And I was like, yeah that's another thing like not everyone intuition is going to be as strong as yours so yeah you really want to listen to your own and try Mm -hmm. not to listen to everyone around you but it's kind of fun to be like I told you so yeah (laughs) I don't know sometimes it can be like that anyways I'm about to tell you guys a freaky story that happened to me um it was kind of sad and disheartening that's why I'm telling the story I'm going to exploit it it has to do with me finding some one person out of 25 to 30,000 people of my followers. So I found one person out of 30,000 people, maybe, who was stealing my content and putting it out into another language. And we called this the blank incident. I'm going to say her name is Helga. Helga, if you're listening to this, I want you to keep your mouth shut and never talk to me again. Helga is blocked. Um, This was just a bad situation for me. So yeah, I'm going to talk about it. And... What happened first was I was scrolling on Instagram one day and I don't use Instagram as much as I use TikTok. So I like to follow like my followers back and be supportive of them and like their posts. And I don't really ever go through like my feed. I just watch stories and people watching. But I was going through my feed one day. I refreshed and the first person that popped up was Helga and she captioned her selfie. The same caption that I had used a couple weeks earlier But it wasn't, like, something common. It was, like, something I had thought about in my brain. 
Yeah, like something that you knew you put out there that nobody else would have been able to know. Well, yeah, but that even, and she copied it to the exact same emoji, (laughs) which is so silly to think about. Like, there was a meme that was like, oh, like, I have an angel sun or, like, I have a baddie moon. Like, I captioned, like, just to be cringy, like, I think it's funny. I captioned a selfie, like, angel sun, b-word moon, baddie rising, and then I put the little fairy emoji to just, like, show that I'm being sarcastic. And basically, Helga did the same thing, same order and everything, like, but that came from my brain. So it's like, okay, like, I remember, like, showing my mom, like, oh, like, I'm kind of flattered. Like, this girl's pretty. She looks normal. Like, it's cute that, like, somebody would copy me. But there's boundaries, though, for sure, that you have to set, especially when it comes to people online like that. Yeah, but no, I just thought it was cute at first because, like, I don't know. I'm not the type to get mad when I see people copying me. I think it's more adorable. Like, I'm sure I've done it with, like, my idols, like, Lana Del Rey and stuff. So I try not to get too mad. Like, I'm not, like, the most original person. Nobody is, like, exactly original. It can kind of come off as being cute and, like, flattering, Mm -hmm. but also at the same time, it can come across as really creepy, too. Yeah, so I didn't get creepy yet, but then I was, like, just posting on TikTok, things were going good, and I kept seeing her, like, name pop up all of the time, and it's not like she would be the first person to like my videos, and she wouldn't really comment on anything ever, so it was always just her username, and I started to get weird about that, like, why am I always seeing her? I feel like maybe since she was copying you, your algorithms were kind of lined up, and that's why you were getting all of her stuff right away. Yeah, so it was just weird that, like, one person stuck out out of, like, that many followers. So one day, I had decided to go to her profile, and, like, I went through a couple videos, and then something in my head was telling me, like, go get Google Translate and translate what she's saying under the same audio that you're using. Yeah, back to that intuition. Yes, because this girl, I couldn't understand her posts because she only posts in a certain language. And I go to Google Translate, I type in what she was saying with my audio, and she had copied my post word for word. That's crazy. Yep, and the camera angles was the same. It was in the car. It was the audio was like... I trust no one. My guard is up. Did That's you know weird. this girl at all before? No, like she lives on the other side of the world. I don't know her. But anyways, the video was saying like um when you're in the car and you feel a presence in the passenger seat and there was like trust no one. My guard is up blah blah blah. So, she copied that exact same video down to like being in her car and everything and I was my heart was like pumping at this point. So I did another one, and let me pull up what I said. I had a video go viral, like, a year previous. It was trying to be, like, inspiring and just give some good life advice that has helped me a lot. Um, Let me see what it said. The best glow up I ever had is filling with joy when I see beautiful women rather than sadness or envy. Like, that's good advice. It's wholesome. Yeah, of course. And that sounds like it came right from you. It did. So... (laughs) She did the exact same thing to the same audio, and I translated it, and it says, I'm best glow up you can wish for is to love each other unconditionally and look to others with admiration and inspiration rather than jealousy and sadness. But that was Google Translate, so 
the exact same thing. Copy and paste it, literally. And the part that got to me was people in her comments were being like, oh my god, like, you're an amazing person. Thank you so much for the words of inspiration. Like, this has helped me so much. And this girl's out here taking credit for stuff that I said and acting like she's Mother Teresa. Get out of here. Like, you're not. So wild. So weird. So... I decided to DM her immediately, of course, and she's lucky I did this because there's people out there who love internet clout. They would immediately go make a video about her, show her face, her, like, profile, publicly shame her, and here's the thing. If she was maybe older than me and she did a lot more of this, I would maybe do that, but I'm more the type of person to say it in private because that's a lot of heat. You don't want people bullying her. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not like this girl was 13 years old. She was, like, 18 or 19. If she was 13, I would laugh about it and let it be. But she had a lot of followers. I think she has, like, almost 20,000 now. And she does, like, witch talk videos. So she can have that after she stole my content. But I'm taking this, this story time. How do you think she felt about that? What? About her when she was going into each one of your videos and kind of looking at what you were posting and taking your words and making them her own. How do you think she felt? Like, why she would do that? Yeah. I think, like, she just wanted internet clout. Like, she just wanted to, like, she just wanted what I had, and she didn't have it, so she just wanted to be me, I guess. Just say you're not creative. I know. Say you're not creative. (laughs) I'm, like, I don't know. I have people pretend to be me all the time, but they try to, like, scam. But anyways, I decided to handle it privately and DM her, and I think I did it in kind of a classy manner. Yeah, seriously, I think that's the nicest way to tell someone to stop being you. Yeah, I could have, like, cussed at her, but I didn't want to be rude, because I just wanted her to stop, to be honest. I could be, like, calling, like, swearing at her and insulting her, and, like, I feel like that would egg her on even more, like, you never know who you're dealing with. So, I, I try not to be too nice about it, though. I said, Though I am flattered you enjoy my content and relate to it, I'm going to ask that you stop remaking some of my content and posting it in blank as your own, like her language. If you do want to elaborate on something I said, always make sure you tag the original poster for credit. It is not fair to steal my content word for word and not tag me. I do not know blank, her language, and I have thousands of followers, but luckily I have great intuition and can spot these things. I love it. Me too. It was so well said. I didn't know, like, how good she was with English, but she responded to me in English, and then there's more where I start getting a little bit irritated with her because she's not deleting more stuff, and then she starts DMing me in her language, but anyway, she said, Hello, I'm so sorry that there has been this misunderstanding. Can I ask what content you are referring to? I like to take inspiration, but if it bothers you, I can easily delete them. Indeed. Sorry, I completely understand. You came off so nice, and she was so mean. Yeah, that is so rude. Like, you just got caught stealing my content, and you're acting like you don't know. It's almost like she got defensive because she was caught. Yes, and then I sent her links to a good two of them. I think there was, like, maybe, like, five or four that I knew of. And what did she say when you sent those to her? I just did those, like, because I was immediately texting her. She was probably, like, shitting herself because I'm, like, DMing her and she's stealing my stuff. So, like, she was responding very fast. I said, it's okay to take inspiration, but you got to make sure you credit people. I would have never noticed 
because these things are in a different language and that's not fair to do to a creator. She said, yeah, I completely understand you. I apologize if that bothered you. It was absolutely not done in bad faith. Hope you understand, smiley face. Sometimes I save videos that I like, but I can totally understand if that bothers you. I will delete the videos and sorry for my English. I don't think to ask you sooner. I'm honest and that's why I'm apologizing. Like, my annoyance level was through the roof with that response. Like, okay. Yeah, that was not No accountability. No, none. not at all. I said, thank you for apologizing. Again, it is okay to take inspiration, but not to plagiarize. There's a big difference. She said, yes. As I said, I understand the situation, and in fact, I deleted the videos. Okay, but you never admitted. To taking accountability. Anyways. The biggest point. Then there was some more stuff she didn't delete. Like, I had wrote a whole paragraph about how, like... Healing is not beautiful, like, it's meant to be ugly, it means, like, crying yourself to sleep, putting on comfort movies, stuff like that, like, something cheesy, but it was a long paragraph. Yeah, but even if you just take even a sentence of what you said, that's still plagiarism. Yeah, so she basically plagiarized that again and did the same audio. Didn't delete that one, and there was just, like, I think, like, one or two more, maybe, and... That one wasn't gone, but I didn't send it to her because, like, I was trying to talk to her because she was responding fast. And you would think that she would just remember and delete them, like, all, just in case. No, I don't think she wanted to. Yeah, so I feel like a couple days went past. I don't know, because this was, like, eight months ago. But I decided to be a little bit petty and comment something. And this is not even, like, a little bit petty. This is just me being annoyed and, like, I have every right to be. I could have just made a video talking about her, how she didn't delete everything. Um... And I commented, like, this sounds familiar <laughs> under that video. And then she DM'd me, and it gets kind of ugly. Do you want to hear it? Yeah. Okay. So now she decides to DM me after she reads my comment. She says, oh, and by the way, she put this into her language. So now I have to go Google Translate, even though she was just texting me in English. But that's okay. I don't mind. She said, hello, I read your comment. I prefer to answer you here instead of on TikTok as to not create useless drama. Regarding your comment, I wanted to tell you that for the question of the video of the last time, I immediately admitted the problem without hesitation, and I also apologize. I absolutely did not take the video you commented on from, my, from your profile. On the contrary, if you click on the sound and scroll a little further down, many videos come out similar to what I did. I repeat, as I admitted it from the beginning, I would have done it even now without pro problems. You really didn't admit you just said no. I like to take inspiration from others I'm sorry and not only that she still didn't take accountability no she didn't moreover I would like to clarify the situation with you definitively because I do not want to take it to links and not even to make useless drama on TikTok I, I firmly believe that you are obsessed with me I think she's obsessed with you. Oh my god, when I read that in Google Translate, I was so She's beyond. playing, like, the victim. She almost has, like, a victim complex. Yes, but she did not just say that I'm obsessed with her. Like, I mean, that could be Google Translate, like, no, there's I just not a word. So. I think she but, meant to say it. Oh my god, that was so insulting. She meant to say it because she was trying to make you look like the bad person in the situation. Yeah, I firmly believe that you're obsessed with me. I assure you that beyond those two videos, I never took inspiration in anything. On the contrary, I have always been like that and I've always made such videos. I do not translate it into English because I don't want to be misunderstood. Obviously, on my part, there is 
the absolute intention to clarify because as I have always admitted, I appreciate you and your content and I do not want to remain in this situation with you. Good evening, peace and love. I think that she's just trying to cover herself up because she doesn't want to get called out and exposed publicly. Yeah, well, obviously, now she's scared, yeah. so... And obviously, you wouldn't do that unless you had to, but, I mean, it's getting to that level. And here's the mistake she made. It's telling me that I am obsessed with her. My blood was boiling, because now I said... You did not just say that you think I'm obsessed with you. Like, I had already been trying to keep it civil with this girl when I could have exploded on her, even the first time. So, I said, you plagiarized my videos and posted some of them wearing my makeup tutorials that I made around the time I put them out. Dot, dot, dot. I have receipts. And I do have receipts about this. Like, all of this. I said, do not disrespect me in any way and I won't talk about it online. And then she goes and disrespects you. Yeah. And here's a creepy part. So, around the time that this happened, within the month, I put out two makeup tutorials, and they were both very specific looks. She was posting with both of them. It was, like, a graphic eyeliner look and a red lip, and the other one was, like, a green winged eyeliner, like, smoky eye. If you're gonna copy somebody, at least do it right. Like, that's so oddly specific. Like, you're obsessed with her? No. No, ma'am. Exactly. She's obsessed with you. She says, do I wear your makeup? I've been wearing makeup like this for years. I said, those two videos only? Nah, the one where you stole an essay I wrote and asking someone for a witchy favor with the same audios. And she said, anyway, look, honestly, I'm sorry for this whole situation. I didn't really know what to tell you. I have never had problems of this type with anyone. I apologize from the beginning, those videos, but to say that I also copy your makeup is not true. I am always wearing my makeup like this. I'm sorry. Like, I'm not going to fight with her about this. Like, we just kind of went back and forth. So then we just go back and forth for a little bit. I'm just getting really annoyed. And she says, the fact that we are from different countries and different languages makes this very difficult. This situation has hurt me a lot because it hurt me to have a bad situations with somebody. Um, it hurts you? Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> In fact, I talked about it with some of my friends on TikTok blank, her country. It is really common to see videos similar to others. I don't even know how many people have copied my videos. Why are you trying to pretend like plagiarism is normal in your country? It's not. It's not normal anywhere. Yes. If somebody creates something, that's theirs. Yes. So she's trying to play it off like it's a cultural thing, like people in her country are doing this. No, they are not. No. That's so, a you problem. That's a you problem, and that just goes to show that I'm probably not the only person she was doing this with. She's probably done it with other people, so that's also annoying. And, um, in fact, that's why I told you from the beginning that I understood the situation. I apologize, and I deleted those videos in question, but what you were referring to, I swear I did not take it from you. I could have said, okay, it's part of those videos. I would delete that too, Right. I would not have lost anything. I already apologized to you without hesitation. But that video, I didn't get it from you. So then we just go back and forth. Like, I sent it to her. And she was like, I repeat, I want to clarify this situation with you because as long as 
They were things I knew I had done. Okay, in life you can be wrong. It's human and I apologize. But for all the other things, I don't know how to explain that I didn't take them from you. I mean, really, I can completely understand that you are pissed about the videos and I apologize, but the makeup and the style, absolutely not because it has been my style for years. And that's fine. We can have similar styles, but I was just pointing out the two specific makeup looks. I'm not coming for her entire brand. Like, I don't own, like, a goth aesthetic or, like, a witchy aesthetic. That's weird. But when it's blatantly obvious that somebody's copying you, you can tell. You can pick up on those things. Yes. Because they're yours. So I said, like, I sent her the video. So I said, this isn't a knockoff of one of my videos with the same audio, like, after we're going back and forth. And she's basically saying no. And we just go on. She's sending me paragraphs. I don't want to respond to her playing mental Olympics to try and not apologize. I said, the fact that you won't apologize for uh, the other one I sent you is kind of disrespectful in my opinion because it's a long paragraph. But yeah, this can be done. I really don't feel like dealing with this and I hope you can understand. She said, okay then. I hope we consider it closed permanently with a smiley face. And I just liked it, and I kept looking at her post for a little while to make sure, like, I didn't want to block her immediately, because she's just going to go look at my stuff through another account and keep doing it if I just block her. So, I kept her up for a little while, and then she starts posting about how she's, like, a baneful witch. I was just going to ask you that. Did this continue after some Yes. Time? Well, okay, I'm not trying to be like, oh my god, they're all about me, but it was just weird. She didn't post any content like that, and it's almost like she was trying to scare me, like, my intuition. I was laughing, though, like, I caught her doing this out of so many people. Does she think her little spell jar is strong enough to hurt me? No. Like, no. She probably got the idea from you. I don't know about (laughs) all that, but (laughs) yeah, so now she's talking about she's, like, a painful witch, and she's making these, like, fire videos and, like, dark lighting and trying to make it like scary ingredients and all this stuff like I'm so protected you guys like if you try to send me any negative energy well because my username is Sam that witch she probably thinks I'm gonna go hex her or something that's doing the most though she's just trying to get a reaction out of you no like I would never waste any of my time trying to send her any negative energy when she's out here copying people's videos like I'm sure the universe will give her back what she needs like I don't care But I was, like, laughing at first, like, of these little, like, videos of her making jars and stuff, saying, I'm so protected. If you come at me, you're going to get hit like a truck. This hex is going to punch you in the face so hard, you're going to be screwed. You're going to be cursed, all of this stuff. And I'm, like, laughing. I'm so scared. Oh, my gosh. I'm so so scared, scared, you guys. (laughs) The best one was, too, I went to go get my wisdom teeth out shortly after this. I got my wisdom teeth like, out on a Mercury retrograde, and you're not supposed to get surgery done in a Mercury retrograde, so I was a little bit nervous, and, like, I told you, I have a nerve disorder, and it's in my face, so I was scared that, like, the surgery was gonna mess something up, and so I'm just really nervous about my surgery, (laughs) and, like, I get home, and my surgery went perfect. Everything was fine, and it was, like, a model case for getting your wisdom teeth out. That's what the doctor said. So, like, my fears were, like, fine and whatever. And that same day, she posted a little video shaking her little jar, and she's like, you guys, this stuff works. It's working really well. And I was oh, like... Oh, yeah, I bet. Clearly. So well. It doesn't. Clearly, no. So then I just got annoyed after months of just seeing her post, and I blocked her, but I had to let it cool down for a little while. Do you think you'll ever have any issues with her ever again? Actually, like, 
if she's a little stalker and, like, listens to this and tries to say something, like, online, maybe. Do you think she might go the extra mile to do that? She might. Like, she might feel the need to defend herself, even though nobody is going to find out who she is. And you guys aren't going to go look for her because you respect me. And you're not going to find her if you do. At this point, it kind of just sounds like it, that she's just trying to do all this for the reaction and the attention. Um, I don't know. But if she does make a video about this, I'll just post the receipts and it'll be embarrassing for her. There you go. That's all I gotta do. Because I have receipts of all of it. Like, same videos, camera angles, audios, makeup, everything. And she can't even come back and say that she was already doing this because there's dates on each video. Obviously, you posted these videos before she did. Yeah. And, like, it's so funny. The first thing, the selfie with the same caption as mine... She went back, I took a screenshot of this too, and she edited the emoji to be different. You can tell when an Instagram photo is edited. It says edited, but I just think it was funny, like, she thought that that was, like, a saying or something, so she just thought she could, like, edit the, like, emoji, and then it wouldn't be copying, right? Yeah, of course not, right? But she left it up, so that was funny. Helga, please leave me alone if you see this. Helga, please leave everyone alone. Yeah, please leave everybody (laughs) alone, Helga. Just stay in your lane but it's kind of hard it's just annoying to see her like talk about witchcraft and spirituality and have like twenty thousand followers when like i said she could have been stealing other people's stuff so that's just kind of annoying be careful of who you guys are supporting so super careful it's very very hard to tell who the true people are on all these social media That was your fair warning to everybody. Do not steal from me. I find out everything. And if you want to take my content or pretend to be me and sell tarot readings and scam people, just know you got something coming for you. Period. Yeah. So, Helga, leave me alone and never approach me ever again. Anyways, the next thing I want to talk about is, like, these crazy filters I keep seeing on TikTok. Like, um, I think her name is Paige Piskin. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, the one that makes all those, like, beauty filters, right? Yes. Like, some of it is, like, makeup. Like, I know there's, like, a Megan Fox one or, like, there's one that says, like, light makeup on it and stuff like that. Hopefully, my opinion will kind of change yours and you will stop using them. I don't know why this is such a pet peeve for me and it irks me just so much or why I'm so passionate about it, but it is so ridiculous when you step back and get into the real world and analyze everything that's happening with them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like almost like a mini catfish in a way. Oh, it definitely is catfishing, but I mean like when you go touch some grass and you look back on the situation, you realize how harmful this is. It really is because... People don't understand that by putting these beauty filters on, it's creating almost a sense of false reality. Yeah, for sure. First, I want to talk about when it's okay. So the iPhone camera does a really good job, especially the iPhone front camera, of distorting our faces. So we don't really know, like, what our faces actually look like. And sometimes I'll take a selfie, and I'm looking at myself in the mirror, and I look great. But the iPhone front camera takes it flips the image and like one of my eyes is like almost shut all the way I'm like what it definitely was not shut and stuff like that like it comes out distorted because cameras can only capture so much yeah and that automatically makes us want to use these filters to make us look better but we're not truly looking better because we're not being ourselves yeah so I think it's okay sometimes to edit your photos a little bit like, if you go to get your senior picture do- pictures done, they edit your photos. I'm talking, if you have 
acne and you feel like it ruined the picture, why don't you just blur it? Like, use the blurring filter or, like, a blurring tool and a photo editing app. I'm talking, be a photographer. Don't be a photographer like the Kardashians paparazzi that photoshops their body for them. Yeah, I'm talking retouch photographer. Yeah, that's, like, another thing. Like, celebrities don't go on Instagram and use the Instagram filters. They already have, like, a whole team that does retouches for them. I'm thinking actually in my head I think they have access to software well I'm sure because we've seen videos of Kim Kardashian posting skims and she um, slides her hand along her body and her finger gets distorted so I do know that they have software that is probably not available to most of the public but I think they have it for their faces as well I'm not 100% sure because sometimes we can use those Instagram face filters with the makeup that change your face and you can kind of see it come off for a second But I believe that there's something out there kind of better that they have access to. Oh, totally. Definitely something that Can really change the whole structure of your face not just even put on like a nice layer of makeup Mm -hmm. It's actually like changing the whole structure of your face Probably well some of these filters already do they make your nose look smaller. They make your cheeks look slim and your cheekbones more raised and more full so I don't know I was just saying like it's okay to blur your acne if you have some or if your eye is drooping a little bit maybe lift the eye up with the photo editing maybe whiten your teeth if you feel like you need to obviously you're not going to make your teeth neon white I mean we do see people do that and it's embarrassing for them but they don't know any better and these are all normal things too like Teeth whitening, erasing a blemish. These are completely normal things to get rid of insecurities. Mm -hmm. But it's like setting a healthy boundary with it, too. Yeah, that's totally valid. Like, retouching your photos. But completely editing the way your face looks. Like, for example, I said, like, you can go fix your eye. Like, okay, fix the eye that's drooping. Don't go in there and make your eyes look bigger than they are. And make your eyebrows so arched and sharp. Like... Let's not do that. You can do that with makeup. Um, a lot of people shape shift with makeup. That's valid. That's a creative outlet. It's different if the editing is meant for art as well. Like, if you're doing an album cover, you can go do that. But if you're acting like it's just something casual, you're posting on Instagram, um, like, or, on a night out, like, let's not Photoshop our face to be completely different. Or if you're just acting like it's not a filter at all. And you're just yeah. acting like that to your natural face yeah well you can tell like if grimes has an album cover where she looks like a fairy you know that the video i mean the art is edited because it's art it's an album cover stuff like that so when it's just casual let's not normalize photoshopping our faces like that on instagram we don't need to we don't always have to have a filter we don't need to but i wouldn't beat yourself up about um retouching your photo But just, you got to learn the healthy balance of not taking it too far because I've been getting Uncanny Valley and I've seen nobody talk about this. I made a TikTok about it. Do you know what Uncanny Valley is? Kind of, but will you explain it to me a little bit more? Yes. So Uncanny Valley is when you look at something that is not human, but appears to be like animatronics. The movie Polar Express is a great example of this. Oh, okay. I kind of understand what you're saying now. Or, like, if you see a face that's generated, like, you can kind of tell it's generated because 
you can't make a face out of from scratch like every generated face has to come from like pieces of somebody else our brain can't make somebody new so if we see somebody new like from ai or something we get uncanny valley yeah it gives us like that unsettling feeling yeah it's unsettling like ew polar express creeps me out oh my god doesn't it creep everyone out though yeah so when i see people on tiktok lip syncing and like their eyes just look so glazed over with these filters and their lips are looking like a whole different shape from what they were on their face like it gives me uncanny valley like you look like a robot like how is this good in your brain it's not it's not it's not it's I don't know I don't want to call it embarrassing because I don't want anybody to feel bad I just don't think that the people who are utilizing these filters understand the full damage of what they're actually doing well, yeah, because most of them are teenagers, which is even more sick. I definitely believe that, like, these filters should not, they shouldn't be legal for 18 and under. 13-year-old girls should not be able to go on TikTok and post with a makeup filter that f- changes the way their face looks, makes them look more mature, and get them a whole bunch of more likes. Like, I had made a video about all of this, how, like, it's not fair that, like, young teens who are impressionable because teenagers are impressionable with me let's not argue with that because a lot of people like to argue oh like people want to do it no teenagers are impressionable they're going to do it if everybody else is it's like a little hack for them i made a video it went extremely viral about how it's not fair that people have access to these and then somebody had tagged a creator but this creator was obviously a teenager she looked to be like 13 or 14 years old Somebody had tagged her because when I clicked on her profile, it was all her using a certain filter and getting a whole bunch of likes. Like, it was just heavily edited, like, face stuff. People were calling her beautiful, but that was, like, the only filter she used. And did she ever mention in any of her videos that she was using a filter? Some of them were, like, uploaded so you couldn't see, but then others, it would be, like, right on there. And it's just sad. Like, she feels like she has to use them in every single video. And somebody was, like, kind of telling her, like, stop in my comments. It, yeah, it made me, like, wow. To. We want to see the real you. If you're a creator and you're putting stuff out there, we want to see who you are for real. Yeah, but it's just kind of gross that, like, a 14-year-old girl can put on this filter and instantly she feels like she gets so much more likes and all this attention. Like, I'm not trying to be rude or mean, but I'm sure if she took the filter off, she wouldn't be getting this many likes. No, of course not. And just the whole culture of knowing that videos of you wearing a filter can get so many more likes because you look more beautiful and more perfected because it's going to fix your face and make it more symmetrical. The idea that you could get more likes by using a filter after you put on a full face of makeup and you're using the TikTok beauty filter that already slims your face a little bit and blurs your face. Every time you use... A makeup filter like Megan Fox makeup by Paige Piskin, you are normalizing the idea that we have to wake up, put on a full face of makeup, put on a beauty filter, and then put on a makeup filter that makes us look like a celebrity. Like, you don't need to do those things. You can just wake up and feel confident in your own body without feeling like you need to use the filters. Yeah, so let's stop normalizing that because now these younger girls think that they need to use a makeup filter to compete with grown women for likes on social media. It's, it's almost sick. 
Honestly. It's sick. It really is. It, like, it's giving people body dysmorphia. So, stop using them. I beg of you. It's different if you use a, like, Snapchat filter and you have no makeup on. But that's Snapchat. Everybody Snapchat knows. Snapchat is so different, though, because that's quick and you can send just yeah. a little message to your friend. Mm-hmm. And it's quick and it's not going out there for a bunch of people to see. Yeah. When you start posting things like TikToks and putting the filters on TikToks, that's when you kind of step into risky waters. Yeah. So I challenge you guys to stop using them if you ever use them. And I challenge you to not like a video if somebody is lip syncing and they're using filters and they're just lip syncing trying to look pretty. It's different if like a mom is using the filter and she's explaining a story and she has no makeup on. That's so different. But you kind of have to like decipher when and when not is a good time to use the filters. Yeah. Um, I've been really good about this so far. I have been guilty of using them on my Instagram story or Snapchat, but I would never, ever, ever do TikTok, like I said, because that's three different steps that I'm using to modify my face. Makeup, fine. I will change the way my eyebrows look. I can change my eye shape. I can make them more um, doe or more siren eye, depending on my makeup look, but I am not going to change the entire thing and give myself a Bella Hadid facelift. And not only that, it's kind of fun to play around with your own makeup and yeah. see what you can do without mm-hmm. the filter. Exactly. That's just too far. Like, one or the other, but it's let's not normalize the filter. feeling comfortable in your own skin. Yeah, and the more that I am not using these things and I don't really edit. I mean, sometimes I do whiten my teeth in pictures, but I've stepped away from using that and I look back on some of the stuff I may have like photoshopped in the past, like my eyebrows and stuff. And I'm like, wow, this is embarrassing. Like I wish somebody was a good friend and told me. Yeah, I think we're all somewhat guilty of using a filter at some yeah. point in our social media life. I mean, they're there. They're yeah. tempting at times. It's, it's okay. Just it's when and when not to use them. Yeah, so if you guys ever see a video of me on TikTok using a filter that gives me weird, crazy makeup or slims my nose and makes it look like Michael Jackson, please just tell me. Hold me accountable. Embarrass me. Like, just call me out. Yeah, or check to see if I'm okay because I might be held captive and forced to use these against my will, so watch out for that because I would never willingly do this at this point in my life, but I might go off the deep end. So just keep a lookout. And next, I think I'm predicting the future right now for you guys to listen to. I think you guys are going to start putting deep fakes on your faces because, hear me out, started with photo retouch, like makeup photographers, makeup magazines, all of that. Then it gets to photoshopping now we're switching the way our bodies look and our facial structures and making it look like we don't have a wide rib cage we have huge hips all of that now we're doing video shopping and then the filter started right that's kind of normalized now i think next people are gonna start putting deep fakes of celebrities on their face like but not to exactly look like them but pretty close yeah i totally agree too I believe within, like, the next two to three years, even maybe sooner, people are going to be able to pull these up right on their phone, just like Instagram or TikTok, and use these just as filters. 
That's so scary. People are gonna be walking around like Bella Hadid on social media and look nothing like her in person. I know, right? We're not even going to be able to tell the difference between people anymore. There's gonna be no uniqueness. I know. Between anybody. So, watch out for that. I wouldn't put it past any of these offenders to do that because they're in so far deep. Like, they gave themselves body dysmorphia because when you put on the filter, you have a perfect face. It's your face, but it's perfectly symmetrical and your makeup is amazing. Like, your winged eyeliner is the same on both sides. Yeah, you kind of lose a sense of who you are. Yeah, and then you take it off and you feel, like, gross. You feel like shit because that looks nothing like you. I'm dying on this hill. Denormalize makeup and face-altering Filters. Beauty filters. Denormalize all of it. I'm dying on this hill. Take action. Stop using them. Stop interacting with it. And that was my little rant for today. I hope that changed your mind a bit. (laughs) Anyways, thank you for listening this far. I appreciate you so much. So much love to all of you, and I hope to see you soon. Thank you so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed. More episodes out weekly. Love you. Bye. Bye.